home of the shows Sydney has a laugh with. The new home of the NRL. And Sydney's home of real music. Triple M 104.9. Touch judges are ready. Side of studio. Players are lined up. Microphones in hand for the restart. It's now time to form The Ruck. The Sunday Rugby Show. Featuring Wallaby legends Tim Horan and Matt Burke. It's been 12 years in the making, and the Lions are back. Get your tickets at rugby.com.au. Yes, hello and welcome to the show, wherever you are on this uh, beautiful Sunday morning. Uh, now, Timmy Horan is not with us. The world's oldest student, I think, is uh, studying <laughs> for his exams. Is that correct? I think he's doing, he's doing his MBA at the moment. His MBA? So he's, uh, yeah, he's... He's obviously getting the uh, the essay from someone else at the moment yeah. and copying it. He's kind of the opposite of Doogie Howser, isn't he? He's uh, not the young achiever. He's the, the old achiever. Just, <laughs> just the old bloke. Adam Fryer is with us. G'day, mate. I'm um, happy to fill in for uh, Helmet. Uh, what an honour. Mm. Uh, someone so smart. Yeah. Such a good sportsman. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm sure he's uh, hitting the books hard right now. But I did see on Twitter that he was in London. So is he studying in London? What? What's, what's... What? Is he in London, is he? I, I is he throwing a curveball? That... Maybe. That is not the re- excuse he's given us. Well, he's he could, in London. Well, he'd be asleep or he'd be awake right now studying. He'd be listening to The Rock. Maybe oh. we should just get him to tweet in to say where he actually is because it could be a bit of a curveball. Because well, you, you can find your location too, can't you? Yeah, we can do that. Oh, look, well, that, that's great. A little bit of detective work will happen right now, I tell you. Because I, I hope he's not listening. Uh, because, Berkey, you mentioned to me earlier, uh, and given that Tim isn't here, it's just a nice chance to talk about him. To really stitch him up, exactly well, right. Well, um, because it's just, I've heard, and you've said it many times, what's the word I'm looking for? Frugal? Yeah, correct. Mm. Uh, we used to call it tight, but that's right, okay. okay. Yeah, um, old school. Tim is, so, Tim is so tight that uh, I, I believe that at home the fridge door is just about hanging on one hinge. <laughs> But he won't forget any cash to go and buy a new one from his really? lovely wife, uh, Katrina. Um, but he will swap a jersey for a blower from Bunnings at, at, at any chance he can get. And he can get if he can get down there and swap something. Um, he's got about eighty to go, seventy nine to go. So signed jerseys, signed jerseys as well. <laughs> they used to be piled up at his feet. They used to say. So um, yeah, he's uh, frugal. Hey, hang on, hang on, Berg. It's just coming from the same bloke. In my oh. first year at the Waratahs, who rocked up and you were absolutely drenched in free Rockport kit. And you said, mate, has he <laughs> a bit of advice for you, mate? Never pay for clothes. Make sure you always get stuff for free. Is that, what, is I, you, is that you're what I said a, to you? Yeah, you're in, yeah, you're right. in a big pair of black loafers and a, and a <laughs> black... Like, it was almost like a turtleneck. Were they were they the brown were they the brown uh, sort of boat shoes at the time? I don't know, but it looked like you had those shoes that were where you, you got one leg shorter than the other. They were very sharp, and but also um, they uh, it was more just the whole the way you carried it, mate. But uh, that's good that you're bagging Timmy about being tight. Well done, thank mm, you. Thank I like you. that. Timmy's so tight. It's just a good sentence to start it with. Is, it Timmy's is. so tight that dot dot that. dot. It's very very good. When he's back, we should incorporate that as well. And we will. Okay, so do you still wear exclusively free gear, or is it all over for you? No, no, that's. Uh, that's that's long gone. <laughs> but, <laughs> mind, mind, you, mind you, if I if I can quickly butt in, when we had our our ninety nine reunion mm-hmm. uh, only a couple of years ago, we did put the hands up and say, "Has anyone got any old kit on?" And about four or five blokes put their hands up and went, "Yep, shoes, socks, belt, that kind of stuff." Oh, let it go, boys, let it go. Love it. Plenty to talk about today. We are going to talk to uh, you and Mackenzie. Will join us later on the show. That game last night, the Brumbies and the Reds. I don't think you was terribly happy uh, mm. with some of the performances from the Brumbies boys. Nineteen all it finished up. Uh, we'll talk about that game next, but we will speak with you, Mackenzie, a bit later on. The Hurricanes, 22, beat the Western 4-16. The Waratahs uh, over the Chiefs, a good win at Allianz Stadium, 25-20. The Crusaders, too good for the Highlanders, 24-8. The Cheetahs beat the Sharks, 12-6. And the Bulls, the Waratahs, will meet next week, 
34 zip over the Southern Kings. The Blues, uh, Adam Fryer's Rebels had a bye as well, along with the Stormers. Four points, yes. Four points <laughs> in the bank. Well Climbing played, sunshine. We'll talk about those games next right here on The Ruck. This is The Ruck, the Sunday rugby show. And this is The Ruck, your Sunday rugby show. Tony Squires, Matt Burke, Adam Fry sitting in for Tim Horan, the world's oldest student who is uh, doing his MBA as we speak. <laughs> Go well, study hard. Uh, all right, let's get to uh, some of the results and talk about those games. Just before we do that, obviously the Rebels, as we mentioned, uh, had the bye. Uh, Adam, just quickly, is there an update? Uh, Kurtley Bill, where is he at at the moment? Well, he's still... Uh, it's all governed by the ARU at the moment. He's very close to coming back. But the, the problem is, I wouldn't say it's a problem, we need to make sure Kirtley's right before he actually returns. So, look, I think that it'd be wise to bring him back just probably in the final rounds where he's playing local derbies. And the other thing is we need to make sure he's right. We also need to make sure he's right for the Lions. So there is actually... Uh, it's still a process, so it's ongoing, so we can't put a date on it. But it is, is he in a, the hands is he a training, of the ARU. Mate? Yeah, he's training every day. So yep. he's got his own trainer with uh, the Wallabies and he's there... Um, he'd be doing the right thing, but um, all I know and hearing from uh, his mates within the game, he's very hungry to get right uh, but uh, and also be back on the park. So we've just got to be patient with it. And the real disappointing thing is, is rugby fans are suffering for this, especially mm. Rebels members. So we want to make sure he gets back and plays some good footy, but we also want to make sure he gets back uh, and he's, uh, he's over all his issues. Mm. That's exactly right. I mean, the, the thing in rugby league with Benny Barber, now he came back with the idea being that rugby league was going to be good for his... Uh, you know, his rehabilitation, yeah, I suppose. Stability. Yeah. And he hasn't seemed quite, you know, he hasn't hit form. The question is whether that that pressure isn't so good for him at the moment. Yeah. So I guess it's still up in there. But you're absolutely, absolutely right. It's key that timing is everything, isn't it, Adam? Yeah, and without a doubt. And uh, look, I've got full faith in the process. I know he's training hard every day, uh, and there's a lot of cooks involved in this. So we've just got to make sure that we uh, have faith that the right people are doing the right thing. All right, now, as I mentioned, we are going to speak with you and Mackenzie a little bit down the track in the show in about 20 minutes or so. I'm sure he'll have a take on what happened last night. But I uh, just want to hear from you boys on this Reds and Brumbies. 19 all. Great game to watch, although there was a lot of spoiling going on. Perhaps mm. there was one yellow card for the Brumbies towards the end there for repeated infringements. There could have been like five players left on the field, really, if, if the referee had wanted to, because it was a lot going on. What did you make of it, Berkey? I did like the the, the one point there where Ben Mullen came out and was talking to, uh, talking to the referee. And... He just had to say something. It didn't make sense at all. He just had to say something because it was that. They were under so much pressure yeah. on their line for so long. And, and admirable that they held out for, for that long as well. But look, the, the, game was, the game was fast. It was intense. It was physical. Uh, up in Brisbane, obviously, for the Brumbies boys. And they did a good job. And they got out to a, a reasonable lead at the same time. But uh, you could see the quality on both teams. You could see yep. just some smart play. I did like, and Hassie, and this is your domain, uh, the scrum went the wrong way, perhaps... Uh, that the Brumbies wanted to go and, and Ben Mullen, smart play, just took it to the right-hand side, literally went blindside and made a break and usually the guys wouldn't do that. They'll just go through the play. So I thought there was just smart play from both teams. It was a good game. Oh, I, to be honest, it was a true local derby uh, and, and all the matches this round have been pretty good from Australian teams. I even thought the force were admirable. But this uh, draw, it was an entertaining draw and I have to admit that Jesse Mogg, for mine, was oh, the most impressive of all players. How good is he? He is sensational and he surely has to be. He's a Brisbane boy that played local club footy in Canberra and now finds himself on the doorstep of playing against the British and Irish Lions. Now, you can't tell me that there's another winger in the Australian conference uh, in better form than Jesse Mogg. He's just simply outstanding. Uh, he was one. I thought Spate played really well. So all these players that I saw get picked last year for the Brumbies and think, how's this player getting picked? Mm. They're all starting to step up for it now. So I'm actually watching the outside backs for the Brumbies who have been very impressive. I thought Dan Palmer, uh, that front row, 
the, the Brumbies front row should be right up there with uh, Robbie Deans and his selection. But uh, I, I just think the Brumbies for mine showed for me that they are probably the favoured of the two. And I know Link might want to hear that. Uh, but going up to Brisbane... Well, don't say that, that to him. I do think the Brumbies are by far and away the uh, the top side in the Australian Conference. Just stick to the forwards because Jesse Mogg is playing fullback, not winger. So that's okay. But, but we'll give him that. I think if you... If you... I, did say, I did say wing. I said... Uh, no, he's, he's playing, yeah, he's playing yeah. fullback now. No, he's what playing about fullback. Christian Aliafano as well? Well, he was mm. in, he's got all the points for the Brumbies. He looked good every time he touched the ball as well. I think he should just be there because of his surname. Yeah, uh, I'll be honest <laughs> with you. <laughs> it is special. But he stood up uh, again last night and he had to take over that tw- uh, that 10 roll after Matt Tamua got that uh, heavy knock when he tried to tackle Rod Davis at the same time. But, you know, they're... Their nine, ten, twelve combination has been pretty good for um, for for the Brumbies, and they they came up against a obviously the the hot Wallaby blokes, so to speak, as in Will Genie. And there was there was lots of chat there, you know, when oh, when they yeah. had that when they scored that driving line out mall, so to speak, that um, when they got over and, and scored the try, when Chat scored the try, uh, and then the chat afterwards from Horwell to to Moen, it just it was just a, a reminder that. Yep. You're not as good as you could be, type thing, you know. Yeah. So it was intense. Um, it was terrific. It was great to see. Uh, I love that. All right, there were a lot to, for the uh, Wallabies selections uh, panel to have a think about from mm. that game. That's for sure. All right, you know what about the the Waratahs? If you talk about the number fifteen there, Israel Flower played very well. Looked good. That great try from the, from the kick. Yeah. Uh, very impressive. Did well. Um, I, I thought the. I mean, it was the, the the best start they've had to a game for so long. You know, they came out. They scored the try early. They. Uh, they were able to control the Chiefs. Is that the, if that's the case, they they missed a couple of penalty goals that would have got a bit of momentum at the same time. But um, for them beforehand, it was a, it was a case of standing up and basically trying to bash the opposition, and, and they did that. Whereas in previous weeks, they've they've let teams get out to you know five seven point start, and, and it's it's hard to chase. But you're right, it just got a little bit better. I do like the way they're moving the ball still, and then perhaps they've just got to kick a bit smarter on occasion. But they're certainly taking that. Uh, ball in hand roll very seriously at the moment. I agree, Berkey. And I do think that Israel Folau is on the cusp of being the greatest Waratah fullback of all time. Do you, do you see that? <laughs> no, no. But, but in all honesty, I, I do think he's playing some great footy. As long as he can just stay at the one club uh, for, for longer than a year. I'm hearing roosters at the moment. But, yeah. uh, oh, gee, that's a, an interesting one. I did, Surely I did, he I did happen to, to sort out a, uh, a Rockport deal for him just recently. So <laughs> he, 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 could the line. For, he could stay for some time. He did look great in Rockports. But, like, look, I have to admit, Cam Crawford was another player for mine I thought did very well. That last try that the Waratahs scored, in years past, they would have kicked to find territory. They would have yeah. tried to pre- pressure their line out, look for the turnover on the line out, and maybe get three points. But they went for the try, and from their own 22, with great running, and that, not just off the side of the ruck, ruck, rugby league, they were actually chancing it wide. And of course, uh, John uh, is it Alusia, Alusia. Or, uh, yeah, Alusia. he uh, he you... scored uh, under the post, and Falau could have scored that as well. So it was a really it was a real statement for mine that the Waratahs are here to, to entertain and to chance their arm. And I, I do think, I'm not going to call it like you did the other day, Burke, they'll, they'll win it next year and they'll make the finals this year. Um, <laughs> no, 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 that's just a standard response from Waratah supporters. But I do think they're moving in the right direction and I think they're a club on the rise. Yeah, uh, take, take, uh, yeah. a, take a breath, Ash, take yeah. a breath. Hey, did you get nervous when Johnny... Did you get nervous when Johnny Illusia ran through and started sort of throwing the ball around and sort of oh. going, yeah, celebrating before yeah. him, going, just put the, the ball, ball down, down. Please. Yes. <laughs> it was a grade of pork chopping that could have absolutely turned disastrous the for the Waratah. You can't do that. No way. Um, I, you know, for mine, well, I, if I, you'd I, have scored a try at any time, Adam Fry, <laughs> I, I, I was very. Hey, I scored a lot of tries, thanks, Tony. But I, I, only from about half a metre out from a driving mall, he used to just collapse, <laughs> yeah. pure exhaustion, and then get up with the ball. The as well, didn't yeah, I'd get up with the ball and just walk back to halfway, just waving. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that was me. Yeah. Thanks for that. Yeah, the Waratahs, of course, they head to South Africa. It'll be an interesting couple of weeks. Then the look at the Bulls at uh, Loftus. That's a mm. tough little. 
little assignment for them. Uh, all right, we are going to speak with you and Mackenzie a little bit later on next. So I love a harker chat, and we're going to have one right here, right now. This is The Rock, the Sunday Rugby Show. That is Black Keys, Little Black Submarine, and this is The Rock. It's your Sunday Rugby Show. Adam Fry, Tony Squires, and Matthew Burke with you. Uh, I always enjoy the Harker, and I think the All Blacks do the Harker just so amazingly well. It's one of those great pieces of sporting theatre, and I can only imagine what it's like what you gentlemen have done to stand on the other side as that has happened. Uh, the, over the weekend, there's been a couple of different ones that I yeah. enjoyed as well. And in rugby league, you don't see them very often in rugby league, but Tonga played Samoa uh, yesterday, and the Harkers both had both did a Harker. Just brilliant. First of all, it was the national anthems, which are wonderful, with mm. the, their choirs. And then they both sat up opposite the you know, halfway. And off they went, I think, with Samoa first, then followed by Tonga. It was brilliant. Did it, you, you enjoy it? It's all energy, isn't it? Yeah. It's just energy personified. Uh, the great thing about it, they waited for each other to do their own harkers. Mm-hmm. Remember in the World Cup, uh, when I think it was Samoa Tonga played, and they said, who's going to go first? And some, whoever was first on the sheet went first, and literally five seconds later, they basically battled off. It was like a battle-off yeah. or a dance-off, basically. Um, <laughs> but how good is it, though? I mean, we've had, uh, we've had plenty when we've played the All Blacks and stuff, but one of the most the fondest one that sticks in my memory is Hong Kong Sevens. Mm-hmm. Um, long, long time ago now, and uh, Fiji made it through to the final. They had to pick a... Uh, they had an injured bloke, and they picked one of our guys, and they said, we want either... Tim Horn or Jason Little mm-hmm. and they looked at each other and Tim goes I've had three beers and Jace goes I've had two and he goes so you're out yeah. there son <laughs> so he put the white jersey on and we were egging him on going mate you've got to do the hark you've got to do the hark and they had a sort of that where they lean forward and sort of as in like with the spear, spear number yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so Jace is out there white boy white shirt throwing the spear out it was just gold He'll try and forget that for the rest of his life. And Fry, have you had any Harker experience? Well, look, every time I, the Harker when uh, Australia played the All Blacks, I, it was the most deflating thing in my life because all I because I sat on the bench so much, mm. I'd be sitting there just worried because I just had to pick up everyone's tracksuit afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> so I was sitting there going, like, they're all dancing around and like this is great, but I was always so nervous that if I leave a tracksuit on the field here, Eddie Jones is absolutely going to kill me. So no. I was just I, I just picked up the dregs, but there was like I did the laundry. So yep. um, was it, it, this is in the period where. Uh, We'd face the Harker wearing the tracksuit. Wearing the tracksuit. And take the tracksuit off and scare the crap out of them with a version of Walsing Matilda. Yeah, yeah. With uh, John Wilson coming out with the, with the guitar, the acoustic. Oh, that'll get him. Yeah. <laughs> you can see them, just the eyes the rolling fear. back in their heads. <laughs> Terrifying. Uh, we have so much uh, ahead of it. Drew Mitchell is now going to join us for a chat as well. Uh, he uh, injured for the Waratahs, but he's heading uh, to the south of France, I south think, France. which Too is beautiful. Long. We'll talk to, talk to him about that after Ewan McKenzie on The Ruck. This is The Rock, the Sunday rugby show. Two ex-wallabies and one wally. Tim Horan, Matthew Burke and Tony Squires, Sunday rugby show. This is The Rock. Well, well who's the wally? I mean, <laughs> where, where is he? Where's that? Is he in Melbourne at the moment? Because Exactly. <laughs> Tim Horan must be the wally. I mean, he's not even here. See, the guy who was doing that voiceover doesn't know that Adam Fryer is sitting in for Tim Horan. Well, exactly right, and he obviously doesn't realise. I thought I said like eight weeks ago it's Tim so we had, tight had to drop that little promo with Tony yeah, on the wallet. Right. I have no power, Adam. I have no power. It really upsets me. The Hurricanes 22 beat the Western Force 16. Is Liam responsible for that? He's now the he producer, is. isn't he? Okay. Words will be had. Waratahs 25-20 over the Chiefs. The Crusaders 24-8 over the Highlanders. A 19-all draw next. We are going to speak with you and Mackenzie. 19-all Reds and the Brumbies. The Cheetahs 12-6 over the Sharks. The Bulls 34 beat the Southern Kings a zip. And the Rebels had a brilliant bye. This is The Rock, the Sunday rugby show. 
That's Blink 102, all the small things. This is the Rockets, your Sunday rugby show. The Reds and the Brumbies, 19 all last night. And what was a, a great game of footy. I like a draw. I like a draw. I like when both <laughs> sets of fans go home disappointed. I think it's just a terrific addition to our game. Others think differently. And I'm sure that one man who probably wasn't a, a happy camper after the game was the uh, Reds uh, Director of Coaching, Ewan McKenzie. And he joins us right now. Ewan, thanks so much for being on the show. How are you going, mate? Yeah, not too wrong. I've been listening to you on the radio for the last 10 or 15 minutes, so I'm up to speed. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, yeah, all the inside information here, buddy. After the game, and clearly I know that your captain was frustrated as well. You were obviously frustrated. You could, the other mob could have had like eight players left and a lot of guys with yellow cards by the end. Yeah, I mean, you can, yeah. I mean, there's two stories, isn't there? The one of heroic defence and the other one's of obviously missed opportunity. But... Uh, but we, we didn't take shots going. We ran at them, um, and yeah, we're trying to play for. You're trying to play for situations where the referees going to make decisions. In the end, we didn't get much of a result for uh, for running at it. Maybe we just take the shots to go and go back to halfway and start again. But uh, we wanted to play. We scored three tries. We got over try on a bunch of other times, um, and then we didn't do quite enough. Uh, Link, look, you're always looking at the rules and critiquing them. Do you think the Reds should have probably got a bonus point for bombing four tries? <laughs> well, it could be, uh, it could be another way of doing it. I mean, I think uh, much as that's, uh, I, I just look, and we had a big crowd there, thirty-eight thousand people, and uh, they, they go away, they they go away, they come back, you know. Um, so you, you want to make sure that uh, uh, they go away saying, well, it was a good game for the right reasons. Um, yeah, it's important at the moment. You know, the game's battling a little bit across, as you know, Adam, it's battling a bit across all provinces. So we've got to make sure we turn up with something that uh, people understand and and uh, understand how, how it works. I'm just concerned that sometimes these things, people are going to get a bit worried about how the game actually functions. I'm talking about the bigger game, not just the game last night. And uh, that's my concern. But anyway, that's, um, yeah, that's rugby, isn't it? That's the way it's always been, I suppose. So I shouldn't get too worried about it. Like there seemed to be um, lots of speed, lots of energy, lots of physicality in the game last night as well. And, and as Adam said before, you got to cross the line four times. So in, in, in regards to that, it must be pleasing that you're, the, the, the attack's working well. Yeah, we made a lot of mistakes, but um, that was, you know, we're trying to be positive. Uh, and it's good pressure by the Brummies too. So we, we did uh, well on it there in the last three. Well, we got bonus points in the last two games in a row in New Zealand and uh, we got three tries last night and should have had more so in that sense yeah, defence has been pretty good we held we actually think about it I mean the Brumbies don't give up many tries so we scored three I think they averaged 1.7 and uh, and uh, they didn't score any tries they averaged three something and we've only scored one so on both sides of the ledger we were, we were happy Mate, uh, the people who were watching there thinking about uh, the Wallabies, they would have had to be impressed with a lot of players running around there last night. From the, on the other side, we mentioned earlier, Christian Liliafana was good. And Jesse Mogg <coughs> must have impressed you, I, I'd imagine. Quade Cooper, is he stepping up and doing enough to be? I mean, he wasn't in, in the logistics squad, whatever the hell that means. But the camp, I mean. But <laughs> what did you see from that point of view last night? Well, I think we saw, uh, well, we saw lots of things in different players. I mean, obviously, it was a... A fantastic break that Mog, Mog made. I mean, normally he just kicks it, so um, we put pressure on the kick, and he and he done it and went and showed you how good a runner he is. Um, and maybe maybe we'll see more of that. That'd be fantastic for the game. Um, yeah, there's lots of good players on display. No one's going to get picked on one game, though. No, that's just you know, to be fair, Hinkham. Uh, you know, it's, it's performance over time that really matters. So, uh, but you know, the big pressure moments, guys put their hand up, show it up to. Maybe they proved that they were consistent in the big games. Um, 
Yeah, I think there's, I think there's always been plenty of players to choose from, so I don't think that's been a problem. So um, I don't think that's an issue at all. Uh, speaking of beautiful things, Link, uh, the most successful year you had at the Waratahs, you picked a suit. It was a brown suit with a purple shirt. Mm. Now here at Queensland today, or last night, you're supporting the brown suit with a purple shirt. Is this something that you want to sort of continue to build throughout uh, the Reds uh, moving forward? I think, Adam, you'll remember, mate, that I never picked any brown suit with purple shirt. <laughs> you were the guy that was trying to get us into bed shoes, I remember that. <laughs> so, uh, um, we're actually wearing a brown brown uh, jacket, but it's a, it's a red check shirt, so there's no purple. Oh, pa- pardon me. It, look, it looks very dapper, mate. I think it's a, a credit to you guys. It's, uh, you've gone from the training kit. It doesn't cost much to look good, Adam. You know, <laughs> Oh, the old adage, if it's not tight, it's not right for Hass, I think it is as well. Hey, uh, Link, plenty of uh, plenty of chat during the week um, uh, with coaches, you guys throwing it out there, which is great. Um, plenty of chat with you and speculation, that kind of stuff, uh, with a Wallaby job. Mate, does it come down to uh, Guinness or Forex? Is that the final decision that, uh, that may sway you? Um, no, no, I'm just going to uh, see what's out there. Look, you know, the, the reality is as, as you climb the tree, there's... Uh, there's less and less branches, less and less and less opportunities. So it'll be what it'll be, you know. Maybe I'll end up doing something different. I don't know. I'm not too stressed about it at all. Um, it'll pan out. I'll stop worrying about where, where I'm going to be in the future a long time ago because it's such an unpredictable business. So, you know, I never thought I'd be coaching the red. So, but here I am. So I'll worry, but it'll, it'll, it'll evolve and something will turn up. So um, we'll sort of play it by you. Uh, mate, look, I have to admit, like, the, the whole, not, we call it a soap opera, but the entertainment value you just questioned there with rugby and the lead-up to this match. And, look, Jake and you were in the press, and it, it mightn't have been tailored, but certainly is there a call to have maybe a press conference st- sort of style two nights out before a match just to raise the drama of a local derby? I, I just feel that the local derbies happen and then something special might happen in that local derby and you talk about it for a day but leading in I thought this Reds-Brumbies match just had a lot more about it because you were going for that top spot but because people were talking about it leading into the match Yeah, I think Jake and I have uh, probably worked out I mean, we haven't we don't have any collaboration or anything like that we, I think we just worked out that um, you know, got to create interest in the games and, you know, when we play down there they're trying to gener- generate interest get people to turn up we're trying to do the same thing so you can't do that by by being Marcel or Marseille. You've got to actually get out there and do and say something and, and talk about it and whatever. So I think the coach is probably in the best position to to have discussions about the, the detail of the game. The players can concentrate on playing it. But um, yeah, I think it's good theatre. I think it's um, yeah, our jobs to get part of our jobs to get the make sure rugby's in the paper. I mean, it's quite easy for it not to be in the newspaper. There's plenty of other things going on, other sports and whatever. So you got to do your best to. Um, to keep it in the front of mind and um, you know, I think we had a really good crowd last night um, 38,000 so that was a good crowd um, and that, we need more of that you know I think every province every province in Australia needs healthier crowds you know we've got to try and get the uh, the finances uh, on an even keel so um, we've all got a role to play there so there's no point in one province having uh, having success and the other four not uh, so we've all got to help each other in that sense so you've got to, you've got to promote the game in doing so, thanks so much for being part of this show. But it's great to talk to you as ever, uh, you and all the best for uh, you know, next week and beyond for the Reds and whatever else happens for you and Mackenzie in season 2013. Thanks, mate. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Link. There he is. You and Mackenzie from the Reds, right here on the Ruck. This is the Ruck, the Sunday rugby show. Uh, Australia's poet laureate Paul Kelly.
And as darling it hurts, this is the Rocky Sunday Rugby Show. Adam Fry, Matt Burke, Tony Squires with you. Uh, and we're now joined by Waratah Wallaby winger Drew Mitchell uh, on his way soon to France, which is beautiful. But, but I think with a little bit of a, a hamstring twinge, not on his way to South Africa or the, with the West, rest of the Waratahs team. Is that right, Drew? Yeah, that's right. Uh, the boys would be boarding a flight just about an hour. I've been getting some photos sent to me of their, their tickets just to rub it in a little bit. But uh, <laughs> it's always good for a bit of banter Drew, when you're home injured. Drew, uh, the only thing you've got to do now is uh, when they send their, their tickets to Johannesburg, you've just got to send one to Nice, mate, and just yeah. go, yeah, uh, wait up, boys. Where do you want to go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah. Obviously, just quickly with the Waratahs, uh, the platform you and others have said has now been raised after that terrific win on uh, Friday. It's it's a tough tour the two weeks in South Africa though. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think we've we've won in Loftus for a number of years now. So uh, you know the boys are you know know that they've got a tough job uh, up ahead of them. But I think uh, you know that win against the Chiefs on Friday night uh, certainly gave the boys a lot of confidence, and um, you know they're going to go over there and absolutely throw everything at it. Mate, big call. Uh, actually, no, Adam, would you like to go in there? I saw you gasp at the microphone. No, no, no. Look, I, I just wanted to start <laughs> with uh, Drew. New South Wales to you, mate. I know you've played at the Reds and the Force, but New yeah. South Wales very close to your heart. Uh, crowds are shrinking. How how hard was it to make that decision to go to France and knowing how much you love the Waratahs? And I saw you on Rugby HQ holding back the tears. Uh, mate, look, I, I have to admit, it must have been a tough decision for you purely because of how much you know you want the Waratahs to perform well and to get back to those big crowds they had, say, five years ago. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that was you know that was a, a big reason as to why um, I initially came to New South Wales, and um, certainly the passion's there. I guess um, you know, unfortunately, we probably haven't been holding up our end of the wagon over the last couple of seasons in terms of what we've been producing on the field and and for our fans as spectators to come and, and uh, be entertained and and enjoy. So um, you know, it was certainly tough to I guess um, in, in a sense sort of walk away from that, but um, you know, I've real confidence in, in where the boys are heading and. Um, you know, with what checks have introduced over the last six months, and you know, I guess what we're working towards, um, yeah, it gives me great confidence knowing that um, you know, I feel like the outcome that we're chasing is, is not too far away, and and hopefully from that, um, you know, the supporters again can can see that uh, you know it's certainly something we're passionate about, and um, we're, we're fighting you know to get those crowds back and and to be entertained as well. Mate, stay you are, don't move, because the reception was pretty poor just then. You might have to... It was like his fr- the Dalek from Dr. Who. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Sure you're not in Johannesburg at the yeah, moment, you're OK. Yeah. Hey, uh, mate, with, with that move, you're going down to a pretty uh, star-studded team, and, and we've seen on uh, on all the reports and Twitter, Gitz is down there, Wilkinson, Haban is going there. It's a pretty red-hot team, isn't it? You're, you're walking into a, a good crew of blokes as well who are doing obviously well this year um, down at Toulon. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that certainly factored into my uh, my decision as well. Um, you know, I get to play with some of the, the greats of you know our, our game at this um, point in time. And, you know, like you said, you've already named a few of them. And, you know, just to be able to, I guess, learn off them as well. I'm not going over there to, you know, to, to hang up the boots. I'm going over there to improve as a player as well and to be challenged. And, you know, I guess the first challenge I'll, I'll meet is just to get a jersey on our own side. So, um you know, that, that that excites me, but also just to be able to, uh, you know, get to know these guys personally and, and how they prepare and, and get ready for, for big games is, is um, certainly something I'm excited about as well. And what about learning French? How uh, good is your French at the moment? Yeah. <laughs> my, my French is minimal, um, mm-hmm. but, you know, you know I, I spoke to Giddy as well, and I, you know, since I made the decision, I said, mate, do I need to learn French, you know, prior to going over there? And mm-hmm. he sort of said that, you know, unless you're around it and 
um, you know, you're getting that immediate feedback, then it's probably not really worth it because I won't retain it too much. So he's pretty much just giving me a free light not to learn it. Just a couple of it. just a couple of phrases to be able to abuse the referee. I understand is all you really need. <laughs> well, it's just, key. Just get some tips off Sergio Parise. He uh, abused the referee and got six weeks uh, rest for <laughs> oh. having had a bit of a go with the referee. Exactly right. The Italian uh, Italian number eight. Hey, uh, you're going to be stitched up by Gitz there for sure, aren't you? Yeah, probably, but then at the same time, I'll just sort of, I don't know, I'll just ride off him and make him do all the all the leg work and, <laughs> you know, and just uh, and run off his shoulder. Hey, uh, uh, Drew, mate, I saw the photo when you announced it in the paper. Uh, there was a photo of you carrying a surfboard. Um, <laughs> mate, uh, obviously not a lot of cardio at the TARS. The, the, uh, look, you can go over there. I, I hear you're a fantastic kneeboarder as well. Uh, is that something you want to take up over there uh, whilst you're, you're playing in this great rugby competition in France? Yeah, I mean, kneeboarding was certainly something I wasn't exposed to until, um, I guess, until uh, around the, the World Cup in 07. I, I met this guy, Damien Danger Mouse O'Neill, and um, it's actually uh, <laughs> your alter ego, isn't it, Adam? <laughs> you showed me the ropes, how to get in the green room on my knees, so maybe you have to show me a little bit before I go. The only problem is uh, everyone standing on the shoreline thought Adam was standing up, but he's actually... <laughs> He was actually standing up, but just looked like he was on his knees. He's not kneeboarding at all. He's... <laughs> That's good from you, Bert. That's great. I love it. Drew Mitchell, oh, look, uh, all the best for the rest of this season. And, of course, I'm sure we'll talk to you plenty of times before you head to the south of France. Uh, give us your address and we'll, we'll catch up with you over there. <laughs> no worries. Yeah. Thanks very much. Your pleasure. There he is, Drew Mitchell from the Waratahs, heading to Toulon at the end of uh, this season. This is The Ruck, your Sunday rugby show. This is The Ruck, the Sunday rugby show. Lenny Kravitz, are you going to go my way? And we are going to go, sadly. Our time together is almost up. Before we do leave you on the ruck for this Sunday morning, just get you up to date with some scores, not just in the rugby. Another sport that's been going on around the place, Geelong on Friday, of course, beat uh, Sydney 124 to 103 in the AFL. We won't talk about that. Hawthorne, 118, beat Frio, 76. Collingwood, uh, too good for Richmond in the end after a good tussle for most of the game. 113 to 79. Essendon continue to win despite what's going on at that club. Uh, very strong-willed. 128 over St Kilda, 91. Looks like it's just kicking in now, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> Disclaimer, yes. Thank you very much. Carlton, too good for uh, the West Coast. 89. Carlton beating West Coast. 89-65 for their first win of the season. That's mm. big. Uh, Port, 104 beat the Gold Coast. 66. Of course, the big game that everybody's been waiting for is uh, GWS playing Melbourne the bottom of the table to see which team goes backwards the slowest will win that one uh, Australia 32 beat New Zealand 12 in the NRL test match and the other one Tonga 36 over Samoa 4 today it's huge isn't it the A-League grand final mm. the Western Sydney Wanderers will they fulfil the fairy tale by beating the Central Coast Mariners for the Central Coast Mariners though, that would be a great story if they were to win as well. I think it's four yep. certainly three grand finals three that they've gone. lost uh, if they come through and win that, that's at Allianz Stadium in Sydney. Uh, and for the City Country game, it's on at Coffs Harbour. Sydney listeners, coverage starts from midday uh, on Triple M with the offload 3 o'clock kickoff. Brisbane listeners can stream online at triplem.com.au. In the world of rugby, Adam Fryer, what's coming up? 
Canes play the Stormers at the Cake Team. The Reds take on the Blues. Chiefs and the Sharks in a grand final replay. That will be a blockbuster. <laughs> uh, Brumbies versus Force. Another game I think will be a blockbuster. <laughs> Bulls take the Tars on. Uh, they're in Pretoria. Cheetahs play the Kings. The Crusaders play the Rebels. And guess what? The Highlanders finally get some points. They get the bye. <laughs> well done, the Highlanders. Adam Fry, thank you so much for being Cheer. part of the show this week. Uh, I'm sure we'll have catch up with you again very, very soon. Pleasure, guys. Yeah, Matty Burke, thank you. Tim Horan will be back next week. So will we. See you. This is The Rock, the Sunday Rugby Show.